Join Central Florida's largest Hyundai dealer, Jenkins Hyundai of Leesburg, for the New Year's savings celebration going on right now. Low 2.9% financing with the best Hyundai inventory in years in stock, up to $1,250 in total savings, plus keep your cash. Buy now, zero down, zero payments for three full months. It's the New Year's savings celebration at Jenkins Hyundai of Leesburg. See dealer for details. Meet my friend GM Ian Sowards and his great team. Going to get you into the car of your dreams. Close to everything, 20 minutes from Apopka, Claremont, and the Villages. 441 South, Jenkins Hyundai of Leesburg.com. Welcome to the family. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And welcome. We are live here on the beautiful campus of Alcorn State University here at the Davey Whitney Arena. Well, it was rocking here over the last couple of days. The Braves took on Florida A&M and Bethune-Cookman. They, hang, they hung up the championship banner here. Uh, on the men's side, we'll hear from Landon Bussey. He'll talk all about that later. And, of course, Nate Kilbert knows all about that when he was an assistant here under the Hall of Fame coach Shirley Walker. We hung up a bunch of banners here, so he knows what that's all about, what it feels like, and uh, especially what it feels like winning a couple of games, as the Lady Braves did just that, got off the deck, had three wins in a position to climb into the top eight as they play at Southern and at Grambling. Glad you can join us here on the Braves Sports Network, 91.7 WPRL and WPRL.org. We are on Facebook Live. You can send us a question, 601-877-6595. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. You can text a question, 601-301-2611. And you can tweet a question. I'm on Twitter, Tall Man Radio. Big wins by the Lady Braves. Got off the mat, beating Bethune-Cookman and Florida A&M. So we talk all about that. And then preview a couple of big games on the road as we go to two tough gyms. We go to the Felton G. Clark Center on Saturday at 3 o'clock tip-off against Southern and then the Hobby Arena. Never easy to win in both of those places, especially now that we're playing those teams back-to-back when we do uh, play them, and we're only playing them one time. So this is, a, this is a big, big one here for the Lady Braves as they try to continue their momentum. Lady Braves head coach Nate Kilbert joining us here. And, uh, Coach, uh, good job over the last uh, couple of days. I tell you what, uh, seven days ago as we sat here, I was really concerned and just folks were calling and asking, man, are we going to make it? Are we going to make the tournament? Are we going to make it? I mean, just, you know, coming off the Prairie View game, it was, it was tough. And um, just the mental psyche of it, you know, mental aspect of sports is probably 80% of it. And I'm just wondering where we're going to get off the mat. But we did. And, you know, we were obviously without DeAsia Reed on Saturday. We won that game. And then uh, Monday night we were without Kayla Billow. And we won that game. So not only did you win those two games, you won them under difficult circumstances. And, and that shows a lot of gut, grit, and character of this team over the last couple of games. Well, it does show a lot of gut and grit uh, from this team. But, I, you know, I was never at the point where I didn't feel, I didn't feel like we wasn't going to get up off the mat. Uh, I be in practice with this team every day. I see how hard they work. I see the stuff that they go through. We got so many kids that are beat up, you know, injured. We're a little nagging injured. Uh, you know, uh, Kiara Henderson probably injuries probably uh, a little bit more serious than, than some of the rest. Um, Destiny Brown starting to get over her ankle sprain. Now you can see the way she's starting to play, but she's still not 100. percent You know, it's just a lot you go through as a team, and you know, 
your, your ability to, to be able to get through those things uh, just kind of set your character for who you are and how good you want to be as a team. So our kids have kind of fought through a lot of that, and you're starting to see us play a little bit better. And some of the kids that hadn't been getting playing time got a little bit more playing time simply because of injuries and stuff. And um, I just tell them every day, you know, when your numbers call, be ready. And, um, you know, I, I thought Shanti was ready to play. He ended up playing, um, I think, 30-some minutes in that game. And whoever would have thought that she would give us what she gave us and, and hadn't been playing a lot. But that's what good teams are all about is being able to uh, reach to your bench and when someone else is injured or hurt and cannot play, and you perform at a high level, and I thought we did. Unfortunately, in non-conference, we dealt with some of these injuries even in non-conference. Uh, Cheatham was out for a period of time. He had some other nagging injuries during the tough non-conference. So it's like we've been through this drill before. You hate it, but it's just – the way sports is, and this team doesn't really complain about any of that stuff. I mean, they just roll on and let it roll down their back, and that's what you have to do because it's a long season, and all it takes is a little bit of a spark, whether you're shorthanded or not. All it takes is a little bit of a spark, and you're able to get that over the last couple of games. Yeah, you know, I think coming back from the uh, Christmas break and going into some of the injuries that we had going into conference play, I think that hurt us. You know, we didn't have the same rhythm that we had before, before Christmas because we was – we was running our lanes well. I mean, we was handling the ball well. We weren't making a lot of mistakes. And, and then we had to break. And, you know, it's kind of like starting back all over again, you know. But our kids really, they, they got through the tough part of it. I thought I thought, I thought, thought we played the top half of the schedule. It's, it's my opinion. I thought we played the top, top half of the schedule in the beginning. You know, now we're starting to, to play not the bottom half because I think the conference is, is so much competition. There ain't no bottom and top. But I think we played some of the better teams in the beginning. Now we're starting to play some of the teams that might not be as good as the Jackson State or the Alabama State or the Alabama A&M. You know, you can see we're starting to pick it up a little bit. We're starting to be able to get into a groove that we had before we – before we came into conference play. And, you know, that's what it's all about. It's all about chemistry. You know, for us to lose Cheatham as long as we did, and now she's starting to get her groove back because she makes us so good because she's going to rebound the basketball. You know, rebounding starts everything. It starts your fast break, you know. It gets you easy baskets, and she's just a great rebounder for her. We're glad to have her back. And then once we got her back, Kiara Henderson got injured. So, you know, but to be able to be what we are, you know, we think we're better. We think we should be 5-0 and or 6-1. and but, you know, we're, we're at what we need to be to put ourselves, position ourselves in, in a tournament. We just need to take care of business. Go. We don't need any help from anybody. And anytime you don't need any help, that's, that's a good sign right there. You, you can do it yourself. You don't need anybody to beat anybody for you. Just take care of business yourself. And, and it starts with just winning at home. I mean, if you, if you take care of business at home, you hear this old adage. It's probably 50 years old in this league, and especially now with eight of the 12 teams making the tournament. You win your games at home, split on the road, and you'll be in the top eight, and then anything can happen. But we, we got the Texas Southern win, even though we let the preview games you know, get away. But we still split. So that was still, that was still a mission accomplished as far as splitting on the road. But then you come home under difficult circumstances, minus some people, and you still were able to get it done there and, and let whatever happened a week ago or nine days ago you know, get get by you there, not even let that bother you. I, I just thought something like that, considering that preview game was right there in our pocket to get, and we didn't get it. Sometimes, and you've talked about this, with this being a young team, that it could linger. It could, you know, one loss turns to two and then three, and then your backs are against the wall, and then you got to go on a big run, especially with the road games we got. But we we're able to get it at home and get back on level. Yeah, and I agree with you, Charlie. I'm going to be honest with you. 
I was nervous after after the loss to uh, Purdue because I didn't know how our kids were going to respond. I watch them in practice. They they practice well that week, but you know it's not game. It's practice. It's, you know, game is totally different. You don't know how they're going to respond when they get back in that situation. And just going back to the line, you know, and shooting free throws and stuff like that. Uh, but I was very happy to, the way they responded. And our kids came out and they played some real good basketball over, over this past weekend. And that's the kind of basketball we felt like we was going to be playing all the time. But, you know, when you get an injury, it's kind of messing with your chemistry. You know, our chemistry has been a little off. Uh, we, you notice we didn't press in, <laughs> against uh, uh, Bethune because – we got Kiara out, you know, we got a little bit out. Those are the two who makes our press go because they're all over the place. And, you know, we could have pressed, but we wouldn't have been as effective. But we're, we're a solid defensive ball club, though. All our guards can defend. Uh, you know, definitely is a, can shut the middle down for you by blocking shots. So we can we can afford to play team man-to-man the whole game and, and feel like we won't be hurt out of it. But our, our press speed us up and also speeds them up. And that's the way we like to play, especially at home, you know, so – it was just I think it was just fortunate that we was able to be able to win these two games at home. Uh, but we earned those games. It wasn't given to us. We, we, we came in and we stepped that game up. Our bench came in and did a great job for us, and we were fortunate enough to win the game. It's very easy considering what happened recently on the road to harp it, hype over it. But you were telling me that you really didn't talk about it that much. You just kind of let it, let it go by and just maybe dealt with it a little bit but not really beat it home as much because some coaches – it nags them so much to where they just kind of, you know, it's in their system so much it takes time to get it out of them. For you, you were saying you never really let that affect you. You just kind of moved on to the next game, and I think that was a pretty good transition for the team in terms of moving forward. Well, well, I didn't see no reason to really hop on it a lot because it was in, a, it was, it was in our past. And, you know, I think you, the more you talk about it, the more they think about it. So we wanted to get past it. We talked about it a little bit uh, the first day, but it, it wasn't much. It wasn't much of a conversation. We just talked about things that we wanted to do better out of it, with things that we could have done better to get away from the situation. And it, we left it alone. We went right to working on uh, uh, FAMU and uh, Bethune Cookman, the things that we wanted to do against them to make make their life difficult coming here. But uh, you know, we got past it real quick. And that's a good thing, and we did. We were able to get past it really quick. We're joined by Lady Braves head coach Nate Kilbert. Give us a call. Join the conversation. 601-877-6595. You can text a question, 601-301-2611. You can tweet a question on Twitter, Tall Man Radio. Coach, a lot of folks really enjoyed last week's show, the background, and just being right here. We are at midcourt. And, of course, the weekend started out, and, of course, you've been a part of when you were an assistant first go-around and hanging banners here that we have all over this arena. Um, you know, anytime you hang a banner up and the folks are here, it was a good crowd. You were part of that when you were an assistant uh, under Shirley Walker for the Lady Braves. That, that's something special because it's a lot of hard work. You've moved forward. Some of those players have moved on. Some are still around. But, you know, anytime you can hang up a banner and just, re, you know, relive some of the moments, you know, you were part of that as a, as a women's assistant coach back in the, back in the day. I mean, that, that's always something special. Well, you know, a lot of times people forget how hard it is to do that. I'm trying just to hang one. You know, I know a lot of coaches have been coaching for a long period of time and hadn't won not one. You know, but that doesn't say they're not a good good basketball coach or whatever. But it's hard to hang banners, you know. And what, what Coach Buss has done, it's just it's been fantastic, you know, for him to be able to do what he did in his first year here. And uh, it's just always, you know, you get to the point where I think people take that for granted. That, you know, you just you, you think you just show up and you hang those. 
a lot of work goes into that. You know, I know from uh, being Coach Walker's assistant, the work that we put into it. You know, people got so comfortable with us winning. It was like Alabama. Everybody expects for us to win it every year. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't work like that. It's a lot of work goes in it into when hanging banners and a lot of work goes into to that when it comes to how your kids work. You know, we put a lot we put a lot on those kids to be able to be straight A students because we always had a good GPA and to be straight A students on the floor. That's that's difficult. And, and I think a lot of times people get that confused and get caught up into the winning and think that you should do it every year, every year. And, and it's it's difficult to do. And it's just um, – but it's something that as a coach you have to want to do it every year. You know what I mean? And I – I'm so hungry for it to get back to hanging one, man. It's just, I don't know, me and, my, me and my staff, we talk about it all the time, but we know we know it's also a process, you know what I mean? But we're trying to speed that process up. We're trying to speed it up with this group we got. We think we got a good group, and uh, it's just a matter of us now just keeping them focused on the things that are important. And, and, and to me, winning championships is all about priorities. Where do you put your priorities? I mean, are your kids putting their priorities in the right place when it comes to being a good basketball player and a good student? Because that's why they're here. You know, when you can get them to do that, put their priorities in, in, in perspective, you got a chance. What What's changed, though, in terms of you hear coaches say it's a different generation of student-athletes. It's a different generation of people. It's a different generation of students. It's a different generation of athletes. What I mean, the process is the process. You, you still want to win and hang banners up. But what has changed? What You know, it's a different generation. But what what has changed? When I hear that, got me thinking, what has changed? Just social media Microwave society, we all want it right now, don't want to work for it as, as much. What what has changed the way you look at it now versus what you dealt with as an assistant here in a different type of athlete at that time? Well, well I'll be, be, be playing it simple with you. This is what I see uh, with, with student athletes today uh, versus student athletes years past. In years past, you used to have to run them out of the gym. Go to your dorm. You know, you got got class in the morning. Today's kids, you have to run them in the gym. You have to, you know, they don't work on their game like the like the like the uh, past kids, the old head kids did. They worked on their game. You know, I remember when I was Coach Walker's assistant, I used to walk up in the gym just to go to my office. Man, had something to, to do late, and I look down in the gym. You know, five or six of them down there working on their game. You you hardly ever see that now. You hardly ever see kids in there working on their game, uh, trying to get better. You know, they feel like they're already there. You know, but if they would really work on their game, they really could get there a lot faster. And I think that's the biggest difference now. Kids are on that computer, uh, TikTok with all that stuff they be doing, you know, social media. They, they spend a lot of time on there, on, 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 on those social media platforms and not in the gym. You know, I think that's, that's, I think that's the biggest thing that's missing now is they don't put the work in. Now, they are, they are a lot more talented than some of the kids we had. When we won championship, we have had t- kids that's more talented. But the, if you don't put that work in with that talent, it's not going to work. I mean, you're not going to reach your potential. And I think that's the biggest thing is, is that work ethic has changed. And, you know, I think the kids want to win, but they don't do the things to be able to help them win like you want, like they want to win. And that's work. you got to put that work in. I mean, it, it could be just simply ball handling. You know, it could be as simple as just working on your jump shot. Because if people scout you, scouting is a lot better than it was back during our day. We, we get a chance to go watch people on Synergy Child. We had to basically be concerned about our own team because we didn't get a chance to see the other team. And Synergy is an online platform where oh, you can yeah. watch these games where back in the day you didn't have that. Didn't have that. And these now the kids are being scouted a lot better than what we did. So they know, they know oh, all she does is drive. Just keep it from driving. Make sure you jump shot. So you got to work on your jump shot now they're cutting your game off. She can't handle the ball. Press her. 
you know, trap her. She can't go. It's little stuff like that. That means now I got to work on on my weakness now if I want to get better. And I thought, I think that's the biggest difference. Kids don't work on their weaknesses enough. And it's only so much you can do in practice. A lot of stuff that makes you good happen outside of practice. Yeah, and you see guys putting up 500 jump shots, got the, the shooting machine over there, and so it's just working on your craft. I guess what you get out of it is what you put in it. I know. I see it all the time. Don't expect nothing out of it if you're not going to put nothing in Yeah. Well, the Lady Braves has been putting in some work over the last couple of games, so let's look at those. Beginning with uh, Florida A&M, 72-60, Lady Braves won that game. Of course, we talked about the dynamics coming off the preview game five days earlier, but, um, you know, you, you had Coach Pillow and a good FAMU ball club rolling in here. Um, we led by five, and then it was 32-30 at the break. What was the challenge dealing with the, the Lady Rattlers as they were in here last week? Well, I think my biggest concern about, about them was their size. They were so big at the guard position. Uh, we, we thought, and they like to press too. They, they don't put they don't put pressure on you, but they they stand in your passing lane. You have to throw over. They force you to throw over them. You know, with us being as small as we are at the guard position, so it, it's kind of tough uh, for our kids to throw over taller guards. But we we start going around them, and I thought uh, Kayla did a great job of just going past them and, and getting us open looks. But that was my big concern is with their size and their ability to rebound the ball. I thought they would create a lot of problems for us, but I thought we did a good job of, of dealing with it. Yeah, and then they were probably one of the bigger teams in, in the backcourt out on the perimeter that, that we've seen in conference. I, you know, they, they, they brought a lot of length out on the perimeter. How, how much of a challenge was that? Oh, yeah. That, like I said, y'all, that's what I was scared of. They, so they, they were so tall at the point guard position, the two guard position, the three guard position. They were just tall in those areas. And, uh, and they – they weren't great ball handling themselves, but what, what they did, they created a problem for you for is trying to run your offense, you know. Anytime you got taller people on you, and they are not slow. These are not slow people we're talking about. They can move, you know. So that's what makes them so difficult, you know. And that's why they don't put a lot of pressure on you. They just stand away from you and get their hands up and force you to throw over, and they get a lot of tips on balls and stuff. But uh, I thought we did a good job against it. I thought we handled their pressure well. So uh, that made it easier for us to get into our offense simply because we didn't turn the ball over a lot against them, uh, against their pressure. Well, the big storyline, obviously, was Kayla Billow, <clears throat> Coach, 19 points. And what a bounce back for her considering what happened against Prairie View. She led the team in scoring, and she was one of the first ones on the floor in warm-ups on Saturday. And um, she had a very blank look, like a focused look, like she was ready to go, and she was. Well, see, that's the key. You know, I, she she took that game as a challenge. You know, she wanted to show people that that – that the purview game did not affect is not going to affect the, the rest of her season, and that's where you have to be as an athlete, athlete. I think you have to you have to put that stuff in the past and, and leave it there because you're going to have some tough games. You're going to have times when you don't play as well as you would like to play. But that's all part of sports. The way you respond to all of that describes who you are. We outscored FAMU 25 to 16 in the fourth quarter. The Lady Braves won 72 to 60. One of the trends, coach, as you continue to pressure. Wear teams down, it shows up in the fourth quarter. You might not, and, and is it me? And we've talked, kind of talked about it a little bit, but you haven't, the last few games, you haven't pressed quite as much as what you did in non-conference in which you really turned it up and teams like UAB and ULM didn't handle it. But early on you did against Jackson State, you did, but then you backed off a little bit. Was it because of lack of personnel, having the right personnel in there to do that? Well, you, you just hit it, uh, personnel. I mean, anytime Kiki is, is hurt, Kayla is hurt or out, that, that messes with, our, with the way we like to play, pressure-wise. Pressure we, can't, we, we can't put the type of pressure that we want to put on people when they're not in the game because they are the two people who really put the pressure on the ball. 
you know, we watch when Kiara's in the game, she's going to be on the ball. Kayla's going to be our read person. And when Cheatham is in the game, she's going to be on the ball. Kiara's be our read person. Those three people right there mean a lot to what we like to do. And a lot of times when they're not in the game, when we can play Kiara and Cheatham and Kayla together, oh, some pressure for them. Get ready to come at you. You better get ready for it. But when we've got – uh, the bench ain't as strong as it used to be when it comes to bodies, you know, because uh, we don't always have somebody out of the age, you know, you know, Destin playing at half speed and stuff. But that, I think that had a lot to do with the way we played this weekend, uh, not pressing a lot. Cause, matter of fact, even in the dressing room against uh, against Bethune, the kids say, Coach, we're not going to run out 31. You know, I'm like, no, we're okay. You know, we're okay. We're okay with what we're so doing. So they're, they're, they're looking forward <laughs> yeah, to they, it. They're looking forward to it. But, you know, they're looking forward to it not seeing all the ingredients that we don't have. You know, they just looking at their spot. I can play yeah. my spot, Coach. But, yeah, who's going to play Kiara's spot? Who's going to play Kayla's spot? You know, so I think that's the biggest thing. But I'm glad that they feel that way and they want to they do it because they know it's, it's up-tempo. You have to use a lot of energy to, to press like we press. But you'll see more of it, you know, I think, going into the Southern and Grambling game. You'll see more of it. And I think Southern's going to do the same thing to us, too. Zania White, we've been talking about her. You've been talking about Zania White time. We, you know what, and she's still young, but we know what her capabilities are. And against FAMU, she had 18, and then Destiny Brown with 12 points and 10 rebounds. So you've got enough scoring if the ball goes in the basket. You can score 70 points. It's just a matter now of the other aspects of it, hitting your free throws, creating turnovers, um, not going quite as fast because sometimes we go, to me, we go too fast for our own good sometimes. It's just because we're used to that high motor. Sometimes it's good to ratchet it down, but when you're used to playing so long and so hard at, at 65 miles an hour, when it's time to throttle down to 50, that's kind of a hard transition for, for, for these for these players. Is, is that kind of a, a, the right assessment? Because sometimes you do want to slow it down just a little bit, especially when you have the lead late where you don't have to go quite as fast. You, you want to take time off the clock. See, that's what you, what you just said. It makes a lot of sense, and that's where we got to get to the point where we're controlling the game now. We're controlling the tempo of the game. I think a lot of times uh, there are situations when you don't you don't go 100 miles now, and there are situations when you you speed it up and go. And I think there have been times when we are within those situations where we was playing too fast. Uh, we there's no reason for us to continue. We got a 10 point lead. You know, five minutes left in the game. You know, you don't have to play fast then. You, you can play fast, but at the same time, look, okay, no, nah, I don't need to force this ball nowhere. I just take my time to give it to my guard. You know, if I'm free and I got plenty of space and I can pass it to somebody wide open, yeah, I go ahead and play faster then. Yeah. But the situation calls for us to play different. And a lot of times we turn the ball over like that, and I know exactly what you're talking about, y'all. We got to get away from that. We got to get away from those kind of turnovers because we're playing too fast now. There's no reason for me to put this ball down in traffic now. Just hold it up here and, and let my guard come back to it. And we do that. We did that at least two times in the in the uh, in the Bethune Cookman game, and we did I know at least three times in the FAMU game where we, we should have controlled tempo better. But as we go, we're going to get better with that. I think as time go along. Well, FAMU had 22 points off 22 Lady Brave turnovers, so that that's a huge factor. Definitely something that you want to work on. Uh, a couple of factors. Ford stepped up. Had one of our best games, I thought, 12 minutes, 6 points, and 6 rebounds. Is it my imagination, or is that the best game Ford has had since she's uh, been in the purple and gold? Well, that's one of her best games in the conference. I know she had, some, she had a couple of preseason games I thought she played extremely well in. But uh, that's our best game. I know this year in conference play it's our best game. But, you know, we tell Ford all the time, you know, you can help this team if you don't do but two things. If you just rebound the ball and defend. You know, and I know she. you can tell when she catches the ball, she's trying to score. 
But, you know, I, I watched the game against uh, Bethune a couple of times. She caught the ball, two people right beside her. She's trying to score, and she got people wide open, catch, pass. It's, but she's still a sophomore. I mean, she's still learning, you know. And uh, the more she learns and the more she sees stuff on film, she's going to get better. I think she can be a matchup issue as well. She's got the size. She's got the, the length and the width. And I think she's got the moves. She's got the quickness. She's got all the tools, all the ingredients, as, as you said, to be able to, to be a really good player in the post. Yeah, but, you know, like you said earlier, the, the game is really up here. You know, 98% of the game is, is, is inside your head and, 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 and reading and understanding what's going on. And, and, and kids really don't – you don't really get it, in my mind, until you become a junior. You don't have kids play well at a, at a sophomore, but when you come become a junior, you should really get it then. And uh, with a, couple of, a lot of our kids just too young to really get it. You know, and uh, I'm, hope, I'm hoping some of them get it faster than, than other folks. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, people like – Zaya White, Zaya White, she's she's special. You know what I mean? Destiny Brown, who's a sophomore, she's special. You know, you have kids that who are special that can uh, do things a little different, might pick it up faster than other people, but that's that's just unusual. You know, Michael Jordan, his first seven years in the NBA, he, you know, people say, you know, he didn't he didn't get to that, that next level until after a while. You know, it takes time. And uh, hopefully, our kids just keep coming. Lady Braves won 72 to 60, 17 of 28 from the free throw line. Got to continue to work on those five triples um, in the game. And, of course, before the game, the big storyline, De'Asia Reed. We know what happened against Prairie View, and there was some discussion on um, whether or not she would play against the Bethune, Florida, and M. Business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. At ADP, turning unpredictability into an advantage is what we do. Using data-driven insights, we design HR solutions to help businesses work better, smarter, so they can think beyond today and find even more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Would it be a one-game suspension? Would it be a two-game suspension? So talk about that a little bit as we turn the page on that because she didn't play. Um, what, what what did you all come up with in terms of what the happy medium was? We talked about We knew it wasn't going to be no games. We knew there was going to be some sort of suspension. It was just whether or not it was going to be one game or two games. It turned out to be one game. Just talk about that week and the processes and the decisions leading up to that uh, decision for just to be one game. How did the conference get involved? Was it just a university thing, an athletics thing? How, how did all that play out? Well, I think any time you have something, a situation like that happen at Prairie View, the conference is always going to be involved to, to an extent, you know. But I think that the fact that we here at Alcorn, uh, me and uh, A.D. Ditto, we got a, got together and we went on and did our report and said what we wanted to do, and we got it into the conference office early. I think that helped our situation because we did we did truly feel like that something needed to be done from our standpoint, you know. So we decided to go ahead and, and suspend uh, the agent for one game. All corners suspended agent. Me and me and the athletic director. That uh, we thought that was best because 
those types those type of situations, you want to try to get get a hold of those situations early so they won't happen again. You know, and the angel, I, I think, has really benefited her to the point that she saw what, what we was doing and she realized in the, in the old, from the overall picture it was helping her because uh, it could have that could have been a bad situation. She should she could have got suspended a lot more games than what she did if if her teammates weren't there for her. But uh, I think the good part about it was that you could see that our team has been we've been talking to them about situations like that. They they all battled to get her out of the situation. But what we want to see from our kids is get yourself out of it. You know what I mean? That that is a time when you got to really use your head. I, I could see if she someone had to hit her, had to actually put her hands on her. No one really did that. It's just she had an opportunity to back away from that situation, and uh, she didn't. And uh, she 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 apologized to her team, you know, and said that she knew she made a mistake, and she just wanted to move forward with it. And I thought it was a good thing that uh, we went on and did what we did, uh, giving her the one game suspension. The conference office uh, agreed with what we did, and we were just happy to move forward with it. How, how did she take that? I mean, I, I, I'm sure she knew there was going to be something coming, and yeah. she was hoping it wasn't two games. As it turned out, it was one. I'm um, sure she she missed not being out there because she's been playing some pretty good basketball of late. Well, I think it was a, a, a teaching moment for her. I think she she she's very happy that it was only one game, and she, and she know uh, that she kind of you know got got out of that loop and uh, and was able to play against FAMU. That's you know that's where she's uh that's where she got on the transfer portal from. You know, so you know she wanted to play against them, and uh, it was just it was it worked out for us that she was able to to get in the game and play against them, and they did not suspend her for two games, but. Uh, overall, I think she understood uh, that she made a mistake, you know, and she hope, hopefully she's going to learn from that mistake. And that's what we try to get all our, our kids to try to do is to learn from those mistakes. You know, there's a lot of more conversation got to go on about uh, when, when, when fights break out on the floor, during the game, after the game, and all that different stuff. Because, you know, you don't want your when a fight break out on the floor. And it, it don't have to be a fight. It could be a scuffle or anything. We want to make sure our bench understands. Don't don't leave the bench yep. because soon as you leave that bench, that's, that's an automatic technical foul. You get ejected from the game. It's just a little bit of stuff. So you got to stop reacting and start thinking about what's going on. And that's some of the things we just have to preach to our kids every day. You know, when something happens on the floor, you make sure you stay at the bench. You know, we got one coach making sure that hey everybody's on the bench, and the other coach going out there to try to separate their kids from it. the people that's on the floor. Their job is to get their teammate out of it. Get, get your teammate back. Don't don't go start trying to throw no punches and stuff. Just get your teammate back. So if we could stay. We could hang on to those uh, uh, those goals right there to try to you know just get our teammates out of the situation. I think we'll be all right moving forward. I thought that was a huge win just for all those dynamics you talked about. I mean, I'm wondering are we going to be able to recover from this because we've had so many things happen, the injuries and players go down and some tough losses here. Bama State, A and M, the Jackson game, we we play really hard, and you're just wondering are we going to be able to get over the hump with even with all that? And we were able to do that, so that was a. That was a big win for the Lady Braves. And now two nights later, another situation, no Kayla Billow. We'll take a break right here, and we'll come back and we'll talk about Bethune-Cookman. And they, they got a score who a lot of people feel like she's going to be playing at the next level. We'll talk about that, and we'll look ahead to Southern and Grambling. Give us a call, 601-877-6595. You can send a text, 601-301-2611, and you can tweet a question. Tall Man Radio. Halfway through the Nate Kilbert program, we'll look at Cookman. They say down in Florida, coach, down at uh, FAMU, they call him Cookman, not Bethune Cookman. Cookman. So we'll look at Cookman, we'll look at Southern, we'll look at Grambling when we come back after this. Time out. Got it. I got it too. Of course I got it. Do you get it? Still unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine? Get the facts. Sign up and get your vaccine today. And let's stop COVID in its tracks. 
It's on you. Learn about why other people like you got it and how you can get it at igotitms.com. This message is brought to you by the Jackson Heart Study Community Engagement Center. And the Mississippi SEAL Team. No one can control the weather, but Southwest Electric is ready to respond when a storm strikes. Southwest Electric has dispatchers working and linemen on call 24-7 to respond to outages. Our men are sent out to repair damage and get the lights back on just as soon as it is safe to go out. You can report outages by calling 800-287-8564 or logging on to SmartHub. Southwest Electric serving our cooperative members for over 80 years. An equal opportunity provider and employer. All right, welcome back to the Nate Kilbert program. We are at the Davey Whitney Arena. Uh, we're going to change days of the Nate Kilbert and Landon Bussey program starting next week. It'll be on Tuesday nights at the same time. So Nate Kilbert Tuesdays from 5.30 to 6.30, then Landon Bussey Tuesdays from 6.30 to 7.30. So starting next week, we will have the coaches shows on Tuesdays and not Wednesdays starting next week and of course football signing day is next wednesday so a busy week coming up with grambling next monday the coaches shows on tuesday signing day on wednesday so a busy time next week as we wind up the month of january coach already january is gone <laughs> but i mean can can you believe how quickly time i mean january is gone already yeah, time, flies. <laughs> time flies time flies when you're having fun yeah. and the lady braves are definitely doing that these days they won two in a row Folks, don't miss any news on your favorite Braves teams. Visit the Allcorn Athletics website, allcornsports.com, and join the Braves Facebook and Twitter pages to stay on top of all the news with Allcorn Sports. All right, Coach, so let's look at Bethune-Cookman. Tell you what, they have a player who is probably, I do believe, she'll be playing at the next level, um, Chanel Wilson. I mean, she just as pure as it can be. I mean, when she when it goes in, there's no rim, there's no iron, it's all string. And you talked about how good she is. We saw how good she is, and I think she will be playing at the next level. So when you get a volume score like that, and she was, she got off early, she had 18 in the game, had a lot of those in the first quarter, what was the challenge in trying to uh, defend the Wildcats? Well, you know, she's she's not the second leading scorer in the conference for, for nothing. I mean, she can put the ball in the basket. And the thing about her is she can, she can do it at all levels. She can do it from the three-point line. She can do it from the in-between game. And she can finish. And I think that's what makes her so tough to guard. You know, cause I feel like our guards are some of the best defenders in the conference. We can really check, and, uh, you know, just to have to deal with her on a consistent basis. She makes the game so easy for her teammates because you have to you have to be dealing with all kinds of strategies to trying to slow her down. And you, you end up leaving somebody else open for a wide-open jump shot. But I thought we did a good job against her. We switched on a lot of stuff they tried to run for, for her. We tried to get the ball out of her hand as much as possible, but that's hard to do because she shoots so deep. But uh, it's just a great challenge for our kids, you know, to see them step up the way they did defensively uh, against a, a great player like her. It's just, it's just super. The big storyline coming into that game, you did have Kayla Obillo. Talk about her situation and, um, you know, because she did obviously uh, play the game before, but uh, obviously not uh, this game. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, it, when you lose your quarterback, you, you, you expect you expect things to be tough. And I went, you know, going into the game with Doc Kayla, um, we knew it was going to be tough, especially with Neil already being out with a torn ACL. She's our next uh, experienced point guard. You know, Ashanti is a good point guard, but she just doesn't have the experience that Ashanti Backus. Yeah, Backus. The, the, she doesn't have the experience that those two have. But she, we knew she was capable. Uh, 
I mean, it wasn't like we were just throwing somebody out, out there, you know, she ain't ready. We knew she was capable because in the beginning, her little bit, Ashley, I'm calling Kayla a little bit, uh, she, they actually battled for that position. We didn't really know who was going to start at that position. Then you see that experience start to come come out as as time went along. Kayla started to pull away from her at the position. But, you know, to see uh, Ashanti come in and play the way that she played, you know, it says a lot about how we feel about her now. I mean, we feel like we can put her in situations now and she'd be ready to adjust to those situations. But, you know, Kayla, I think Kayla was getting a, a little under the weather in the uh, FAMU game. Because Sunday when she came back in, into practice, that's when you could see that she was uh, uh, not feeling well. But, you know, Kayla's so tough. She, you have to almost go to her and, hey, look, what's going on with you? Because she ain't going to tell you. But I think she is to the point where her uh, uh, throat has got so, gotten so sore that she had to let somebody know. And she went to the infirmary. And, they, you know, they didn't really know what it was. They knew she had a, they knew she had a bad cold. They think it might have been strip throat. But they, didn't, they don't really know now. But they, they, they advised us not to play her and to give up about three days off, and she's gotten those days, and uh, hopefully she'll be back at practice on Thursday or, or maybe to, yeah, on, to, on tomorrow. And uh, hopefully she'll be back ready to go because we need, we need her if we're going to be able to make the run that we need to run to get into the tournament and get ourselves in a good position. When you talk about Bacchus, I mean, I saw her at non-conference running the team, running the offense, running the show. You talked about her being the quarterback. Uh, so you expect her to throw for three hundred yards, <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, like hey, like Drew, hey, like Drew Brees, or are you hey. expecting her just to manage the game? Well, you know, <laughs> you can't expect for your 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 backup quarterback to throw for three hundred. But we, when we start talking about three hundred, we talking about like seven assists. That's three hundred. That's three hundred yards in our mind. Okay. And I think she was close. And the biggest thing is, don't turn the ball over. Yeah. If you don't turn the ball over, we okay. You know, she had a couple of turnovers there that. That uh, she knows she probably shouldn't have made, but you know when you're playing a young kid like 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 that, you expect for her to make some turnovers. But overall, I thought she did a real good job of taking care of the ball and getting us into our sets because she she made a couple passes to get us into those back doors that was right on time, you know. But uh, I thought she did a real good job, you know, with the pressure that was put on her because there's no backup out to her. Kayla 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 Watson is the next back, backup out there, and Kayla don't play point, you know. But she's somebody that we can put out there. Uh, she understands the game well enough to be able to get Ashanti a break, but she's not a point guard. We really, we really hurt her game when we put her in that position, and we know that. But she's the next best best thing. So until we can get Kayla back, uh, we just we just can't afford to, to to move move on without Kayla being healthy and, and expect to make the run that we're trying to make. Did you expect Backus to play? 37 minutes. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We, we knew we was going to have to let uh, Kayla. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, well, we thought we was. Caitlin, we thought we were going to have to play Caitlin more, but back was playing so well at, at, at times. We Okay, maybe she can play a little longer, you know. I just, I didn't think she couldn't play 37 minutes. I didn't think she could play 37 minutes of good basketball. I, I didn't think she was in that kind of condition to be able to do that. That's, that's one of my biggest issues. Not, I know she was capable of, of of being out there and doing the things we wanted to do, but was she in shape to do it? That's what I was most concerned about. Because you know, when kids get tired, they start to make a lot of mistakes, and and she really didn't make a lot of them. To be honest with you. 
when we led by 11 in the third quarter, that was our biggest lead. We had a 10-0 run in that third quarter as well. So it was 14-13 Bethune at the end of the first quarter, 25 all at the break, and we outscored Bethune by seven in the third quarter. So talk about that third quarter, Coach, who had a seven-point lead going into the fourth quarter, how we were able to open it up a little bit. Yeah, but let me just mention something about, about Ashanti and, and, and our press, press child. Just think about this. We start trying to press them with her being our only point guard. You're going to wear her down doing that. So that's one reason why we didn't go into that press a lot. And, you know, I didn't tell the kids that at, at halftime, look, we can't press. No, we can't press with her being our only point guard. But we're going to wear her down. Now, who, who are we going to put in to play the point? But, you know, unfortunately, that, that, that uh, our man to man was so good, we were able to get away from it you know, <laughs> without me talking about it a whole lot. But I thought coming into the third quarter, you know, I always tell my kids at halftime that, you know, we want to we want to jump on them from the jump when we, the beginning of the third quarter. We want to we want to hit them with something quick. We want to hit them with some special runs and, and score about six in a row on them. You know, say because I think that's important. How you come back out of the dressing room and we've been coming out flat a lot of that yeah. time. You know what I mean? So we got to get to the point. We're trying to get to the point where we're gonna come out of the dressing room and show up right immediately. And we want to score points against them because I think that it's more important at home that you do it. It's it's easier to do at home too. I think. And I think that's a quick way to get a, a visiting team to hit them real quick with, with, a, with a, a 5-0 run, a 6-0 run, and you can kind of get under their skin a little bit. And that's what we wanted to do. And I thought we did a pretty good job of uh, coming out, you know. But uh, you have to maintain that, too. And every time and then we, we, I think we get to the point where we start getting uh, uninterested. We start getting lazy to the point where we, we get leads. That's how we lose our leads because, we, we, okay, now I'm going to take a break this defensive stand because, you know, I'm tired. I don't want to come out of the game, so I'm just going to take a break on the defense again. We got to get away from that. We, we got it done in the fourth quarter, too, Coach, holding them to 12 points in the fourth quarter. And we won 58-49, to 49, so we scored a bunch of points on Saturday. Low-scoring game on Monday. And, again, 20 points for Zania White. Stepped up. That's two of the last three games. Coach, she's been real solid. Did you have any conversations with her? Because you, you were kind of waiting for her to kind of get it going offensively. You know, she had a great game against Texas Southern, struggled against Prairie View, and now a good game here. I mean, any conversations there, you just know she's going to get it done, and she knows she's got to get it done, and she's starting to do that. Well, I had I had a conversation with her after the, uh, I think it was the A&M game. You know, my conversation with her was, uh, you have to take more shots. You can't be, you can't be taking uh, four and five shots a game and beat that girl for us. She is that girl for us. You know, she makes us go, her and, her and Destiny. I say, I look for you and Destiny to take 14 to 15 shots a game. Anything 12, I live with it. But, you know, like the preview game, she took three shots. We had a big conversation out that game. It's no way she can do that, and, and, and there's no way we can be successful with her doing that. You know what I mean? She have to, I don't care if she, I don't care if she missing them, to be honest with you. She got to take more than three. Because I think if she take more than three, she ain't going to miss a whole lot of them. You know, if she takes 10 shots a ball game, I think uh, she's capable of making four or five of those 10 shots that she takes. But if you don't take them, you're not going to make them. And that's, my, that's been my conversation with her is I just want you to be aggressive. And, you know, I want her to be more aggressive out of, the, out of our transition game. You know, don't, don't, don't be dependent on that back door to get you points. I want you to get it, on, I want you to get it out of our transition. Stop and get that little pull-up. And that, that's, that's been my biggest conversation with her. I just don't think you're aggressive enough in transition. I think there have been plenty of opportunities you to have one-on-ones and you turn them down. You know, ain't nobody in this conference better than you one-on-one. And I, and I really feel that way. And anytime she gets somebody one-on-one, I feel, feel like she can score the basketball. 
And I just think she's, I think she's been listening to me too much when I start saying, if you don't have nothing, bring it back and run your outfit. You always got something. You always got something when you one-on-one with somebody. That's what I tell her. You always <laughs> yeah. got something. I want you to start using it. And she definitely did 20 points. Of course, the usual from Destiny Brown, another monster game, 20 and 14. She played 35 minutes. Uh, minutes with Destiny Brown. Um, and, you know, she was coming off that ankle and didn't want, you know, you really wanted to kind of save her a little bit on that Texas swing, especially um, against Prairie View. Is she on any kind of minutes restriction? Are you are you worried about that a little bit? I was in the beginning, but now that her anchor has gotten better, I'm not. Okay. I'm not worried about it now because she's, she's running pretty good. She's still not 100%, but she's so close to it. You know, uh, she's running good. She's playing pretty good. You know, when you see us make a, a Euro step and make and, and shoot a left-handed, you know she you know she's coming back to herself because she, she normally finished that shot all the time. And uh, when she hurt her ankle, she couldn't even do it. She couldn't even do the Euro step no more and finish with her left hand. And I seen her do that against family. I said, okay, yeah, she, she almost healthy, you know. But, uh, no, there's no minute restriction with her. I mean, uh, we ask our kids when you get tired to, you know, pull your jersey and let us know because we don't want you hurting the team. I mean, come on, come on, come on to the sideline and take a break for uh, two or three minutes. We'll get you right back out there. But don't be, don't be resting on the defensive end of the ball. And, and that's what we try to get the ball to be honest with about, about that when they get tired. Kiara Henderson is the best at it. She, when she is in the game, she's going to give you everything she got while she's out there. And when she gets tired, she'll pull that jersey take me out and that's what we try to get all of them to do because we're good enough we're good enough on the bench to be able to give you five to ten minutes five to, to two to three minutes break to get yeah. you back out there and we feel like sometimes that kid that come in and get your spot they're gonna keep you on the bench longer yeah. because they're good enough you know so that's what we try to do speaking of henderson she went down obviously up she was getting some treatment today um, here we are midweek what 72 hours from the southern game how's she looking uh she she She's by, I think she's probably about 60, 60, 70%. The Kiara problem is she has a, a sprained meniscus and an ankle problem now, you know. So that's 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 kind of bad. You know, she hurt her ankle, though. And I thought she had, she had hurt that sprained meniscus, but she hurt her ankle in the game against Bethune. You know? And she can't plant and she can't do all the things that makes her who she who she is, you know, when it comes to being explosive. But uh, again, though, we're talking about Kiara Henderson. Uh, you're talking about a, a a tough binded young lady who who's gonna uh, I would say she's gonna play, I tell you that. Uh, and, uh, I just want her to be healthy so she can be the person that she's capable of being. She reminds me so much of, of destiny when it comes to their ability to deal with pain and be able to be play be at the uh, high level when it comes to playing the game. Coach it was a good win. Um you know, twenty from Destiny Brown, um twenty from Zaniah White. We look at the other players that kind of stepped up a little bit. Uh Tajane Wright, we know she can score. But the one thing I learned, and you agree, that how good of a passer she is. I mean, the backdoor cut, I mean, just the nice, the touch, putting it right where it needs to be in stride on the money. You should either get a layup or an and one, and Tajane Wright puts it on the on the money. She is a really, really good passer. It really was eye-opening to me, especially the last several games. I kind of knew it, but then you kind of see a little bit more of it, and you see how good of a passer she is. Man, she's the best in the conference. There's no question about it, because that, that's not a – people look at that play. That that play depends depends on you having a good passer from both sides. Destiny has gotten better with it, but she ain't Tanjane with it. Tanjane, it's a feel with her. <laughs> you can see the why the ball's in the air. You say you be the same. You say, "Well, watch this pass." You know, what I mean? <laughs> or you know she's gonna put it right where it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, it's, she's just good with it. Huh? But some work goes into that too. That's why I tell you, young people all the time, time watching in practice when she's running the drill, it's, it's game like. Everything's game like with her when that pass. And she 
you have to want you have to want to do that play. You have to like that play too. And she loved getting that ball at the elbow. You know, Destiny starting to like to get the ball at the elbow. And you have to like the assist better than you like scoring sometimes too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she loved that. You know, and it's, it's a beautiful play when it when it's clicking like it's supposed to. But you have to have a good passer. And you know, I think Wright is one of the um, better passers in our conference. Well, we talked about Henderson. Hopefully, she'll be ready. Uh, Maya Claytor trying to get her going. I mean, we saw that little bit of that non-conference. Just trying to get her going a little bit because we know, like Tajanae Wright, what she can do from beyond the arc. Yeah, but you know, and, and what Maya have to understand is people don't people don't scout at her now. They they don't leave Maya. Maya makes the game easier for everybody else because her man is going to stay up on her. They're not going to double back on. That's why that's why Destiny has such a big game. People weren't doubling back on her because Maya in the game. You know what I mean? And I, and she has to understand that she has to understand your value to the team is more than just scoring, just your presence. Is, is a value to us because you're on the floor. Now people don't leave you. Now Destiny can work a little bit better. Normally, if we got certain people in the game, they go, they going to help on that because you kick it back. They they are not the score that Maya is, and I and a lot of people don't understand that when they look at Maya and being in the game and stuff, and they'd be like, oh, why they got somebody faster in the game? Oh, she's the reason why we're doing what we're doing because she's spreading the floor. A man is standing up on her, and she is allowing our, our center who's talented to be able to work without double teams. You know, and that's what that's what she brings to the game. And I think uh, might have to be patient because a lot of times, you know, when she when she does get an open look, she she shoots it real quick because she knows she's not going to get another one. You know, she's got to be patient with that and take her time and uh, just uh, and follow through and on her shot and all that different things. But uh, uh, she's a big part of what we do, and she's—I don't think she even realizes how, how important she is when she's in the game. And, and she don't have to be scoring to be important. And that's what she's got to realize because if she continue to to score the ball like she's capable of scoring, and eventually people going to have to start helping off of her on Destiny, and that's when she's going to get those wide-open shots. You, you, you're going to pick your point. You're know, going to just let Destiny operate one-on-one on Maya her side, or you're going to send Maya man to help. You know, most people have been, been kind of staying up on Maya, and Destiny been wearing them out. So just the threat yep. of Claytor hitting the three. Absolutely. That, that is, even though she might not make them, the fact that she's, she's a threat yeah, to leave her open. Um, talk about Kaylin Watkins, Coach. She had a little string there of some pretty decent games. You're not, my guess is you're not looking for a lot of scoring from her, or are you? No, not really. We're looking for, we're looking for Kayla to get to the basket, you know. But teams have scouted her, too. They know she's going to put it on the floor, drop her head, and, and run over you. She <laughs> has to, you know. But that's what we tell her. We want to put it on the floor. But now since teams are playing you that way, now you got to be able to stop and shoot the little jump shot now. And when she get to the point where she, you know, before she before she got the concussion, she was actually playing some real good basketball. She was making that jump shot. She was putting the ball on the floor, driving to the basket real good. And she hadn't really got her groove back since she came back from the concussion. But she's a big part of what we like to do because she can she can rebound the ball uh, as a guard. She's one of our better rebounders as a guard, strong rebounder as a guard. And uh, she just needs to get her jump shot together a little bit more and, and, and keep defense uncovered. They like to bag off of her now. And Kayla's quite capable of making that jump shot. She just needs to continue to, to work on it and take it. Lady Braves get the win, 58-49, to 49, winning two in a row, and now they hit the road. Uh, give us a call, 601-877-6595. Speaking of the phone lines, we have Kermit waiting on the line. We appreciate your patience. Kermit joining us from Dallas. Good evening, Kermit. Are you with us? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whoa, make that switch. Make that switch to City Kia. To City Kia. The City Kia Celathon is going on right now. Thousands have made the switch to City Kia, and you can too. City Kia has the largest Telluride inventory ever. Dozens of Tellurides in stock. New Kia Forte, Soul, Sorento, Sportage, and K5. Get up to 5000 over KBB for your trade. Make the switch and start today in a new City Kia. Visit us at citykia.com. Make that switch to City Kia. Kermit might have uh, Kermit might have left us. We kept him on on hold for a while. I apologize for that. We're just really trying to get in the get in the ball games. Uh, so when you look at it, coach, now kind of get back on level a little bit. We talked about that earlier. What what's what's the one thing um, that you really want to look at with your team now? You, you've won a couple in a row. You got three wins. You're a half game out of eighth place. The top eight teams make it. Uh, Pine Bluffs right ahead of us. A uh, half game a uh, half game up. So what are you looking for from your team right now? Well, my biggest thing is just for us to stay focused and, uh, and to not be looking ahead. But who, who's in front of us? Southern. That's who we should be concentrating on. Don't be looking forward to the gremlin and we got Southern. And, uh, so I think that's the biggest thing is to understand where we are and just take one game at a time and, and play the way we're capable of playing. I think we're going to be okay. We just got to focus more on, on the team that we're playing on Saturday and focus on the team on Sunday that we're playing on Monday. We have a, a question, Coach, from Twitter feed from uh, Fear, F-E-A-R. Um, when we talked about this with the Landon Bussy last week about recruiting from the Vicksburg area. Of course, uh, their men's team, Vicksburg, the boys' team, one of the best in the state. Playoffs are going to be starting here. I'm sure you're going to be looking at that. Um, can ask Coach, is he recruiting the recruit from Vicksburg? Are you looking um, in, in that area? Because uh, according to Fear, there's some pretty good shooters there. Where? What's your philosophy? I don't think we really talked about this in terms of recruiting the local area, the Vicksburgs, the Natchez, the Port Gibsons, the Fayettes. And talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we, we are. We, we, we are definitely want to recruit our area. We want to, even when we don't feel like they have uh, people there, uh, players there that can help us, we want to show our faces there and see what they got young. You know, right now, our biggest thing is trying to get some size. We are, we are loaded at God when it comes to uh, our guard play, we got about nine or ten guards, and we need to get bigger. We need to get bigger, and a lot of times some of the local schools doesn't have what we're looking for when it comes to size, and if we're going to improve our team, we got to get, if we're going to get like Jackson State, we got to get bigger. We know that, and I know Vicksburg have a couple good kids up there, uh, but right now we're looking for something. We're looking for uh, uh, 24s when it comes to guards. All of our guards are coming back. We're trying to, we're trying to sign at least two bigs so we can uh, we can kind of match up with some of these other other schools like Jackson State, Alabama State's, you know, at the size wise. So, but definitely we want to get out and try to get in the Natchez area. We want we don't want to get in the Fayette, the Port Gibson, and the Warren Central and Vicksburg area. Uh, we're we're definitely looking at kids in those areas because we want to we want to try to get our good local kids. Yeah, and that's that's important. And that bring they bring a crowd. There, there's no question absolutely. about that. Absolutely. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we'll look ahead to Southern University and Grambling State University. Two tough places, two tough venues, two tough teams. We'll get to that after this. There's time for a question or two, time for a text or a tweet. 
join us. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back with the upcoming games preview. First off, the Lady Jaguars of Southern University. We'll get to that after this. Time out here on the Bray Sports Network. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we provide more than $150 billion each year in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about money for college at studentaid.gov. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it all the time. What are we going to do if we lose the house? It's time to stop thinking and start dialing. Call 888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. We've helped over a million homeowners, and we want to help you. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. And WPRL 91.7 FM. Welcome back to the uh, Nate Kilbert program. Glad you can join us. We're at the Davey L. Whitney Arena. And uh, we have a big couple of big road games coming up. Our next homestand, uh, by the way, we'll have, I believe, Valley and Pine Bluff coming in. And uh, that will be big if we can just stay on level footing. Pine Bluff is in um, eighth place right now. Coach, I look at the standings. We're three and four. We're in ninth place right now, half game out of eighth, but one game out of sixth. So uh, yeah. uh, so this is uh, wild and crazy, but you would have no other way, and this is kind of what we expected. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we knew it was going to be a, a, a tough year all the way around. You know, when you, come to, when you come to play, you better do just what it says, come to play, because all these teams are about the same. I don't think there's no giant anymore. You know, Jackson State used to be that giant everybody used to be looking up at. I don't think it's no giant anymore. I think anybody's capable. The bottom half of the conference is capable of being the top half, because before we beat Fam, you Fam, you was in the top half. Yeah. You know, and we had Purview, who was the number one team at the time. We had them beat at Purview, so there's no question in my mind that we can beat anybody in the conference, and that includes Jackson. You know, we just got to play play our game, and, and if we make free throws and we don't turn the ball over, we're quite capable of beating. Them. But you know, we have to be healthy too. I mean, right now, we're struggling in, in, in that area when it comes to being completely healthy. But we're good enough to win games. I think Kermit has uh, rejoined us here. So let's go back to the phone line, 601-877-6595. Uh, Kermit has rejoined us. Kermit, good evening. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Charles. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. So, well, well, Charles, one thing I want to say before I ask Nate my question. Nate, with the enthusiasm that you, I can hear in your voice, <laughs> I think you might like Alco better than you do that. <laughs> hey, 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 you you were thinking right. You were thinking right. But, Coach, what I wanted to ask you was that, uh, you know, in reality, you know, we're three and four, and we kind of one game out looking in. In theory, you know, we really should be five and two. Oh, absolutely. In theory, we should have picked up that PV game. Absolutely. We should have picked up that Alabama State game. Absolutely. So how do you, Coach, how do you get that over to your team? Guys, we had two opportunities that we kind of let slip out of our hands and keep them not thinking about that going down the stretch. Yeah, that's that's a very good question. You know, you you try to you try to remind them of things that you know that happened during those games, and you try to move on from them. That's that's the biggest thing. Is get away, you try to get them away from those games because those games actually hurt us. You know, because we knew we were the better team. We probably outplayed both of those teams for 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 30, 
30 minutes of the, of the game. In the last five or 10 minutes, we just we blew the game by not, not making free throws or not finishing plays. But you, we try to concentrate on what's in front of us. You know, because we still got a lot of work to do, and there's a still a lot, of, a lot of games to be played. If we can get them to concentrate and focus on those games that we got ahead of us. And, uh, and my thing is I, I really truly feel like we can, we can win out. We're good enough to win out. You know, I, I keep telling, telling Charles about if we play the, the kind of basketball that we're capable of playing, uh, we got a great chance of winning all our games. And, and that includes Jackson State. I think we're good enough to beat them. We need to get completely healthy, but we just try to get them past, past those, those tough losses. I like the way that we responded after the Prairie View game. We came home and we played well in, in the two games at home, and I think that was a big plus for us. But it's, it's very difficult uh, to lose the way we lost against uh, uh, Alabama, A&M, Alabama State and to get your kids up for the next game. But we was able to, to get up and, and, and beat Texas Southern. I think that really helped us and uh, to go and lose to Prairie View the way we did. It's, it's tough, but you just have to keep preaching to them, keep preaching to them. You, these kids know how hard they work. They know how good we are. We, we, we are a good basketball team. But, you know, you can keep saying that and keep saying we're good, but you got, you got to keep that door in. We keep knocking it and we ain't kicked it down yet. We need to keep that door in and show people how good we are. But it's, it, we just have to keep preaching to them. All right, well, good luck to you. Rest of the year, Coach. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Kermit. Appreciate your call. Appreciate you uh, calling back in. All right, let's. Uh, you, you sound like Tamika Reed there, Coach. <laughs> after she played LSU, you said we, we've been knocking on the door, and now we've got to kick it in. So you're saying kind of the Absolutely. same thing. All right, so let's let's look at uh, Southern University. Um, they beat Valley seventy-four to forty-three the other day, and they forced thirty-five turnovers versus Mississippi Valley. So you got Williams, Fleming. McElwain, Genovia Johnson, and Raven White. Is it the same Southern team in which they want to slow it down half court and you want to get up and down? Have they sped you up a little bit? Are they, are they a little quicker? Are they, they, they trying to go a little faster? Oh, they quicker. They're trying to go a little faster. You know, they're the first team that I think I watched on film that try to press you the whole game. They don't necessarily mean they're trapping you the whole game, but they're picking you up man-to-man the whole game. You know, that works for that works for a, a team that don't have the depth that we have. I think you can you can wear you can wear teams down like that. Uh, but uh, I'm just scared of their, their their pressure and how they make you play fast and maybe what you want to play. We want to play fast, but you know you can't even a fast team can play too fast. When you're playing fast and you're turning the ball over, that's not good. And that's what Southern try to get you to do is to play faster than what you really want to play. Not necessarily saying they want to play fast. They want to force you to play fast. Yep. And then when they get in their half court, they want to run their stuff and do all the little cutting and stuff that they do. But uh, I'm just uh, – I just hope that we take care of the ball like we're capable of. We can take care of the ball and not turn it over and get those live ball turnovers and get them easy baskets. I think we'll be okay. Then we go to Grambling. I would – you know, people ask – from time to time, what are the toughest places to play in this conference in terms of basketball? Toughest gyms to win in. Of course, this is a tough place. When we're winning, fans are here, band is here, it's a tough place. But the F&G Clark Center and the Hobby Arena, I mean, those fans are really in it. Texas Southern's tough. I mean, they're all tough. I mean, we haven't been to Florida yet, and uh, we didn't get a chance to go last year. We will in the next couple of weeks. So we'll see how tough that is. But uh, those are two tough gyms because normally we would play Southern, and that's our travel partner, and we're off. Yeah. But because of the new change in the schedule, we play South Southern and Grambling are travel partners, so we go to Southern, then we go to Grambling. We only see them one time, by the way, with the new scheduling. So now Monday we go to Grambling, so you got to get ready for that one as well. Yeah, you know, uh, it, that's always a tough game because I've been I've been knowing Fred, the head basketball coach, for a long time. He kind of know what I what I like to do. I kind of know what he like to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it makes it yeah. it makes it tough because you know they we scout each other well. You know, so this is a matter of our kids stepping up and executing like we want them to. 
and, and, and I'm sure he's going to put some uh, a few wrinkles in for me, and I got to do the same thing for him because he knows our system so well. He know what we're looking for, you know, and, I, and we know what they're looking for. He got he got a, a new personnel when it comes to his players. He had, he had a lot of new kids, so that makes it a little bit more difficult for us. He ain't just got the same old team because it's like a new new team for him, really. Yeah. And they're a, a new talented team for him. You know, he got uh, in Corner Ward one of their best kids who was the MVP of their tournament last year. He got a kid from California that's real good. So, and they just, uh, they're, they're a solid team, and it's going to be a tough tough game for us. But I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the challenge. I want to say our kids going to step up. And then these two road games for us are big road games for us. I want to say how we're going to play in them because, you know, the tournament is is not at all cool. It's, it's on the road. So, uh, and when we get in it, uh, we, want, we want to be prepared. These road games prepare you for a tournament play. Well, the last two regular season games are on the road at Pine Bluff and Valley. Then you got a short turnaround time, and you got to go to Birmingham. So that's you're, you're right. I mean, you got to get acclimated to the road because your last two games at conference are on the road, and then you got a 72-hour window maybe as you get ready to go to Birmingham. So this is this is what it's all about. Oh, absolutely, Coach. We appreciate it, man. Let's let's go get them. All right, y'all. Appreciate it, bro. Landon Bussy standing by. We'll talk all about the uh, banner ceremony as well we'll get to that coming up two minute timeout we'll take a break here the landon bussy program coming up after this timeout here on the brave sports network serving part-time in the army national guard has led to a lot of firsts for me it paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school that education got me to the first day at my dream job which i can still hold while i serve part-time that job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Mississippi Army National Guard. Aired by the Mississippi Association of Broadcasters and this station. Farming is... Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 